Okay, now, what I'd like you to do is look with me at the vocabulary on 129. Let's make sure we know how the vocabulary is set up, and let's make sure of our pattern. Alethes, true. Now, notice there are only, there's only alethes dash s. Now, look up on the board here. I could have done the book like this, and maybe I should have. I could have done it like this. Alethes dash ace dash s. See? with the feminine and the masculine sharing the same form. But these are just together here, and then you have the neuter. So that alethes, get, get right what this is. This is not the genitive singular. It's the, it's the neuter nominative singular. The neuter nominative singular. The epsilon sigma. Now take a look here, Wendell. Look at the facing page. On page 128, see alethes, well, alethes on the left, and then alethes is the neuter. So that's what that is. Just like all adjectives, we lay it out that way. Okay, next. Anastasis, anastasios, resurrection, literally standing up. This is the root of the girl's name, Anastasia means resurrection. What pattern will this follow? Polis. This follows the polis pattern. Next, asthenes, weak or sick. This follows the alethes pattern. So in other words, it's a sigma stem like the first vocabulary word. It follows the alethes pattern on page 128. Afron is foolish. That's our consonantal stem adjective on page 128. From what? Afro? I don't think so. No. Actually, it's an alpha privative. Remember I talked about that, like atheist, amoral? Anything with frone or frain has to do with the brain and sensible. So if you're afrone, you're not sensible. All right, now look at the next vocabulary word, grammatois. That is scribe. Again, male and a job. So that follows the basilois pattern. So this would go like the following, grammatois, grammateos, grammatai, grammatea. Grammatice, grammateo, grammatoise, grammatice, or grammateos, grammateos. Now, ethnos is our word for nation, or, you know, now in the plural, the nations, as far as Israel was concerned, were the Gentiles, because they weren't Israel. So by definition, they're Gentiles. All right, next page. Oithis, oithia, oithi, meaning straight. That is our adjective that is a vowel stem from page 129. Oitheos is the uh, adverb. Now comes another one of these masculine profession words, heroes, heroes, which means priest. 
And you already know the word hi'arun, which means temple. All right? This is the same thing. Anything that has the hi'ar in the front means priestly. Our word hieroglyphics comes from this. Um, you'll see them both ways. Mm -hmm. Okay, next, orus, orus, neuter, mountain. That's this pattern here. Orus is the ethnos pattern. It's the ethnos pattern. So Jesus took his disciples up onto a mountain and he was transfigured. That's orus. Oh, now here's an important one, of course. Pistis, faith. That is the polis pattern. Pistis, faith. Through faith, look at this. Dia pisteos. See? Through faith. You'll always see it like that. Dia pisteos. And by, by the way, I didn't mention this is this exchange of quantity kind of issue. That's why you can have an omega here and an accent all the way back. Because originally this is a us. A us. Right. And the accent just didn't change. Then finally, polis, uh, or not finally, but polis is the word for city, and that's our paradigm. And then finally, tachis, tachaya, tachi, which goes like oithis, and that means swift, like in your swiftometer in your car. That's how fast your engine is running, the tachometer. Uh, that's why tachometer has a CH in it and not a CK. The CH is reflecting the he of tachis, tachometer. Um, all right, now, there is, there is a correction here. I believe it's been made... Uh, yes, it's been made in the uh, uh, second edition, but it is not uh, in the third, yeah, in the second printing, but not in the first printing. And that is at the end of sentence E1B, B, it should be diabolu, not diabolun. That's a misprint there, diabolu. <clears throat> and then I think it would be better. In sentence D, this is for all of you. In sentence D, it would be better if you would add in the article tois in front of pharisaios, the last word. So take a look at the end of the second line. You have tois heroise, kai, and then say tois pharisaios. Add, add the article in. It's more idiomatic <laughs> Greek. My word, that wasn't even an hour since your last one. All right. Um, and then a, a, a kind of a hint here for you. In sentence F, sentence F, at the end of sentence F, there's epi tu synodriu. Check page 108 for the use of epi. And the same is true in sentence B at the end, epi Tes basileias tu diabolu. Uh, check the use of epi uh, for that on page 108. All right. So again, now this is just a um, this is just a kind of a cleanup lesson for third declension for a couple of uh, 
a uh, couple of important sub-patterns. Let me just review up on the board here. This is a masculine pattern for people like professions. This is a feminine pattern, which has this unusual knee here, just like you had from O declension and A declension, and the same nominative and accusative plural ending. This ethnos is the neuter pattern, ethnos, ethnus. It's a sigma stem with the sigma dropping out and us getting contraction, which explains why we have the eta rather than the alpha up there. And then the ale face, please recognize that in the afron and ale face patterns on page 128, that the masculine and feminine share the same form. So before we take our break, let me just put something up on the board to show you what I mean by this. If I say the true word and the true, um, now day, let's get a good feminine noun here. Um, well, the true hope, okay? You could have the alethes, the true word, and the, and we're going to use alethes again, the true hope, el pis. See? The true word, the true hope, I'll use. Well, this is what you guys were all hoping for, you know, that you wouldn't be changing a bunch of endings, that when you saw alethes, it would just mean true. So uh, this is the same form. In this case, it's feminine. In this case, it's masculine.